Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. I used to believe once I actually achieved, I could then believe. How else would I know if my belief was correct? Ay, ay, ay. The problem with achieve before you believe is you've already sabotaged yourself. You're waiting for proof that you can actually achieve something. And then you allow yourself to believe it's possible. I'm sorry, but that's not how you'll get there. You'll continue waiting and waiting and waiting instead. The other thing that can happen is that while you're waiting, it can create this long drawn out journey like I've gone through many times throughout the decades of my life. And you'll get there eventually when you work on that belief system first, not the achievement. You'll eventually get there, but it's a really long, long, long road, lots of shit storms and falling down moments, actually falling down months. And it's not to say that if you believe to achieve that you won't have shit storms or falling down moments, you will. You'll be able to just get up quicker because you'll be more resilient. I used to want my achievements so badly. And I'm going to take you back to my swimming days. So when I was a young kid, I guess I was a fast age grouper. Actually, I know I was a fast age grouper now as a coach, but I was a fast age grouper. I had no idea. I just loved to swim and it was a safe place to be because I could be around people, but I was extremely shy and I didn't have to talk to anybody. So it was fantastic. And I would just get in, swim and get out. I didn't really think much of it. And I was fast. Didn't know it though. And coaches would say to me, oh, you're going to make this big meet and you're going to make this big meet. And, you know, and I would make the age group meets. And then when I became a teenager, it's like, oh, you're going to make junior nationals. And that's when I started creating awareness. And that's when my belief system showed up. And I didn't believe in myself. I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't believe that I was worthy of any of these achievements that they were talking about making junior nationals, which was a big deal, you know, because if I made that, then I would actually be worthy and prove who I was. And I leaned on a lot of other people's beliefs and I would lean on it. And after a while, they would stop telling me anything. And I thought, oh, well, I guess I lost that magic. So I continued swimming because as we all know, they're cute boys and speedos. And, and so I thought, why would I leave a sport to go sweat on a soccer field? I don't like to run. And there's just a bunch of girls there. At least I can be around cute boys and speedos. Not a joke, totally serious in high school. And then in later on, before I graduated, I started to get more confidence but I still leaned on others. I leaned on others for their beliefs in me. I leaned on others that, oh, they're going to show me the way or I'm going to be able to ride their coattails. And the ironic thing is when you're a swimmer, you have your own lane. You're, it's on you. It's authentically you. And it wasn't until I started to believe in myself that I got the results that I wanted. And the pool was my mirror for my belief systems. And when I believed in myself, that's when the results happened. I believed to achieve. And when I was coaching college decades ago, I was in my 20s, and it was just something that I would say to my athletes all the time, we must believe to achieve. 
And it must have been something inside of me intuitively that I understood that because intellectually, I really didn't at the time. But you must believe to achieve. And I would explain this to my athletes and they would say, no, this isn't possible for me. And it's like, you must believe to achieve. When I, when I get little kids that come to into our program with the monsters now, I, of course, have this belief that their kid is going to learn how to swim. The parents may have a story in their head that, oh, they don't like water, or they had a horrendous experience in swim lessons, they won't put their face in the water, all of these stories, they were a screamer in swim lessons. I'm not interested in any of those stories. I'm focused on being committed to the best case scenario, which is at the end of the summer, after eight weeks or so, that they're going to be able to swim between 12 and a half and 25 yards. Or after three summers of summer swim team, they'll be proficient enough to be able to swim 300 yards, which is about 12 lengths of the pool or which is 12 lengths of the pool. So I'm really committed to that. And I believe I, it's not even, it's not even a question. I so believe in that it is a fact in my brain. And that's what happens. These kids learn how to swim. And that's the same thing, whether it's wanting to get a job, lose weight, make money, get in a relationship, all these things that I help my clients with. It's about them believing in themselves so that they can achieve the results that they want. And again, we aren't wired that way. Culturally, it's achieve and then you can believe, but that's ass backwards. I'm sorry, but it is. We must believe. And again, there's going to be falling down moments. There's going to be mistakes. You may be heading down the wrong path and you need to circle back and try again. And that's all okay, because what can you learn from it? But one of the things is not to disbelieve in yourself. And the other is not when you believe in yourself, it's not about puffing up and becoming arrogant. It's about believing in you. What can you commit to in your brain where you can believe in yourself? And maybe it's a small thing that you want to work on. Maybe it's the belief in yourself that I'm going to get up and go work out in the morning three times a week. Maybe that's something that you already do, or maybe something that you may need help with. And so that's either having a friend to meet up with, that way you're held accountable, working out in an exercise class that you pay money for, or hiring a personal trainer. There's many different ways to do that. But what is it that you need to do to be able to believe? Now, if you're going to say, oh, I'm going to train, like <laughs> I would never say that I'm going to train six days a week, double days, like the way I did once when I was a swimmer, because I don't have a belief in that. I'm not interested in that. I'd have no desire for that. So that's not going to happen. So don't set yourself up for something that's going to be a failure because it's impossible. Or for me, it's not impossible, but I'm 45. I'm not 20 years old and I'm not interested in doing the hell week training that my daughters are doing currently. So believe to achieve. You must believe. And if you don't, that's fantastic because you can un- unload, you can um, do a brain dump with these beliefs and go, isn't that interesting? This is what I believe about myself. And look at that and go, do you want to believe? I'm going to link another show that I've done, another mini-sode about you get to choose what you believe. If you want the results that you want, it has to come back to the root of what are your beliefs about you being able to attain it? What are your beliefs about you being able to cultivate it? And again, saying that I'm going to make $50 million, that may be, if you're going from zero to 50, that may be too big of a jump. But what are small steps that you can make to increase your financial wealth? Whatever that may be. And maybe wealth for you is $1,000. What are the small steps? Remember, your beliefs 
tell you what is possible and what is not possible. When it's not possible, those are your limiting beliefs. Your beliefs tell you what you can and cannot do. And if you're waiting for the result to tell you what you can believe, then you have it backwards. You must believe to achieve. And instead of sabotaging our results, we want to have our beliefs where it empowers us. And then we can create the results that we want. Think about something that you totally believe that is possible for yourself. Maybe it was getting good grades in school. Maybe you're still in school or maybe you are in school. So is getting good grades something that you believe it's possible. Maybe it's about making six figures. Maybe for you, this is not for me. It's about being able to cook and have an entertaining dinner at home and invite people like that is not something that I, is in my comfort zone right now. Maybe it's about making new friends. Maybe it's about starting a new job. Maybe it's about interviewing. I have this one client who's like, oh, I've got interviews down. Like I will get this job. She just totally believes in that. And that's what happens. So I want you to think about the an arena in your life where it is easy for you to believe in yourself. And notice the feelings that this belief creates. Is it confidence or empowerment? Notice that. What's that feeling? And when you're feeling that feeling, whether it's confidence or empowerment or you name it, what it is, how do you act? And do you show up in one of these arenas that we're talking about consistently? Do you do your work? Are you curious? Are you willing to be vulnerable? Notice that when we're in those, when we're rooted in wholeheartedness, when we're rooted in compassion, when we're rooted in confidence, how do you show up differently versus when you're rooted in fear or shame? So it is when we believe that we can achieve. Before I go, I've got the story of one of my dear clients, and she's created quite the journey for herself. She's reached out years ago. She reached out to me and in a message said, I need to change. And when she first came to me, she didn't believe that she could change or that she was worthy enough to change. She was in many, many shame storms and a lot of shit storms along the way. She didn't believe in herself and wanted proof before she would allow herself to believe. Sound familiar, right? Well, as you can imagine, that created a lot of extra drama and work for her to process while lengthening her journey because she was constantly in this like self-hatred mode, beating herself up. And then she'd come out of it and it was fantastic. And then as she was evolving to her next level, she'd go back a bit, not as much, not as indulgent. And then she'd come out of it and she'd evolve to this next level. She would, and often she would try to convince me that she preferred to live in this land of apathy. Like, you know, I'm just going to stay here. I'm not really going to show up and go be brave. That takes too much courage. And that's vulnerable, Corinne. And I I just don't want to be vulnerable. But eventually she'd be like, okay, I really want that better job. Or I want that weight loss. Or, you know, for her to let go of self-hatred and really cultivate a relationship where she trusted herself, where she loved herself, where she could own her successes. Those were huge for her. And then it was about finding a new home. And that, that was fantastic because the real estate market was hot and she's pretty calm about it. And even though there are people who were trying to dial up scarcity for her, and she's like, no, I'll find the right house. And she did. And then now finally a relationship that she's wanted, but she didn't believe she was worthy of cultivating in her life or even that it was possible. And recently she sent me a message and she's with that picture and the sunset. And she said, and this was what I was afraid of. But when we can believe to achieve, we and that's what we have to practice is practice believing in ourselves, practice and believing in you, and then you can achieve. 
So I invite you to download those beliefs that you have about yourself. Question them. What is, what is true and what is just a bunch of lies you've been listening to? And then believe in yourself In pick one arena that you want to commit to and believe in yourself and keep practicing and talk to yourself about how that this is possible for you. It's not about blowing smoke. It's about believing in you and recognizing those small moments, those small yamey moments along the way. And maybe it's that, hey, I'm a person who takes care of myself. And that starts by brushing my teeth at night. I am not joking. I used to be horrendous with self-care at night. But then you say, yay me, I brushed my teeth. And then maybe it's about flossing the teeth. Maybe it's about putting the, you know, uh, lotion on or whatever it is that you do and building those small habits and becoming the person that it is that you want to be. So thank you so much for listening to today's mini-sode. I want to hear from you. Let me know, what did you find most valuable from this mini-sode? Go to iTunes link in the show notes and let me know. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide open.